My name is Jack McLean, I'm the host, and the Get Better Plan is a concept I learned during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I work closely with the academy players and I've been implementing similar methods to our Prepare Like a Pro athletes. I want to share this concept with you, our podcast listener. So you might be thinking, how does the Get Better Plan work? Well, each month we review and reflect each athlete's development and work out what is the bottleneck of their physical development, i.e. what is the one thing that is really letting down them to play at their best potential week after week. From there, we pick one lifestyle focus, for example, getting to sleep by 10 p.m., five days a week, and a physical focus, for example, bringing max effort to the key lifts in their gym program. From there, each athlete join me live every week at 5 p.m. Sundays, and I present on a certain topic. The athletes journal their learnings and implementations and reflect each week on what worked and what did for their get better plan. These presentations are recorded for the athletes that missed the presentation, and I wanna share some of the content to you, our wider podcast community. If you're new to the podcast, every week I interview leaders in the AFL and high performance industries live on our YouTube channel. We drop an inspiring and educational podcast every Tuesday and Friday. And on Sundays, I host a live Instagram Q&A answering all questions that were sent to us by a direct message or email through to us. So if you're struggling with increasing your muscle mass, lowering your 2K time trial, or perhaps struggling with improving your 20 meter speed time, send through your questions to our Instagram or email us at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Let's get into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome to this month Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan. We'll be discussing how to create your own podcast, or for those that already have your your own podcast, how to get engaging listeners onto your podcast. So really build up your listening base, as well as I'll be sharing my templates, not only for getting guests onto the show, but also how we go about building out the run sheet specific to your niche. And when you publish, how to add in things like adverts or promoting your own podcast or maybe your own business on your podcast. So how to use your, your business as a marketing boy. I'll just take off the floating controls. There we go. So let's get straight into it. And if, for those listening in live, if you have any questions, please just keep yourself on mute. And at the end, I'll hang around for any questions. And that's what these academy sessions, these coaching calls are all about. There's not only the presentation, but absolutely the questions that we have at the end. So how to create and run your own podcast. We'll, we'll break it into these four key areas. So I'll start off with your setup for those that haven't created your podcast yet, all the things that you need to launch one and get one started, how to find your guests, which obviously is really important. And so how to build a bit of a template to reach out to guests and, and a framework, but also recording maybe guests that commonly will ask, oh, now's not a good time, but can do it in a couple of months time. So a spreadsheet that you can note those things down and take notes to refer to creating your own run sheet and I'll share all of my templates to access. So you'll be able to reference mine and by all means, feel free to copy and and take out what you feel like you need and then building an engaged listener base at the end. So to start with the setup process, which probably by now for Academy members will be no surprise that I do use virtual assistants to assist me in managing the operations of the business. And one of the first tasks that I had with, um, bringing virtual assistants into Prepare Like a Pro was with the podcast. So still to this day, I've, I've never edited my, a podcast episode, nor have I published one. So that's something that one of my virtual assistants manages 
and she has since day one to the to the point where it's something that she's done for numerous other businesses. So she was able to find a, a set up the host provider and make a recommendation one that she's worked with in the past. And it, it's something that's been a really seamless process to the point where I literally do find the guests, interview them, and that's it. Once the recording's done, my virtual assistant will publish it and we've got a routine schedule set in place that we're using a spreadsheet, Google Sheets. She'll know who I'm interviewing for the upcoming month and then my other virtual assistant will create the thumbnails, the marketing for the podcast and we all share that all on OneDrive. So highly recommend find a virtual assistant that has a podcast background that's done one before. I use Upwork and I've found that that's been massively helpful. You don't want to have, especially because it's going to take a long time, years, you know, potentially before the podcast is either getting advertising, they're making money back from it, or you're getting quality leads from it. It's going to take some time. So we want to make sure that you're setting it up for it to be sustainable and it's something that you're going to enjoy. So typically the fun part of having a podcast is the interviewing and the networking aspect of it and the learning aspect, not the editing, if you speak to anyone that's got one. So Highly recommend find a virtual assistant experience. Then from there, once you've got your virtual assistant, consult with them about a host provider they recommend that they're familiar with. That's really important. Don't just jump the gun and find your own one unless you want to be doing the editing yourself. And then a streaming platform. So for example, I use Restream. That is a paid monthly subscription. The benefit of using Restream, and there's a few others out there as well that I know other podcasters use, that when I record and hit live on my podcast, I'm... Streaming to LinkedIn, my profile, also LinkedIn page, Facebook profile, Facebook page, Facebook group, YouTube, as well as Twitter. So you're really um, casting the net wide in terms of how many eyeballs and listeners are on your podcast platform. And also when you finish that recording, the video lives on those platforms. So straight away, the it's not edited, of course, but straight away the event in, is live and out there. So it's searchable on YouTube. And it's on your socials for people to watch. Maybe they tuned in halfway and they wanted to watch it from the start. They can do it. So that's really good because it builds awareness about your podcast as well as it engages new listeners. You're not just reaching people that only listen to you on Spotify or iTunes. You're now reaching people on YouTube. You're reaching people on Facebook. You're reaching people on LinkedIn. So it's you can create an event. You can invite people for free in your network. So it's a really great way to build awareness by having a platform like Restream. If you're on a budget and you want to save money, then... Um, just go off Zoom. You'll need the pro account, which at the moment, if you don't have it, even a one-on-one chat will expire, I believe, at 40 minutes. So you'll definitely have to have the pro account because that would be an unfortunate situation to find yourself in if you you need to log out or you automatically get logged out while you're interviewing a guest. So make sure you've got the, the pro account if you do do Zoom, but that would be more a, a, a cheaper option. And that might be a great place to start. The good thing about Restream is you can use that use its own filming platform which it is really good for, I find, for collab events when I've got like more than one guest. It's really good because you can have a panel like Zoom, but it's a bit more interactive. You can move the panel around and you've got good control or it's almost like a TV show in the way that it's set up. You can play adverts and so forth. Whereas with the one-on-one, I find the view from an aesthetic point of view, the Zoom looks a little bit better um, when you're watching a recording, just the way it's displayed compared to Restream where it's next to each other. I think the Zoom going back and forth, whoever the talker is, the camera's on them and it's dynamic. So that's why I use Zoom and embed Restream within Zoom. Thinking of a name of your podcast, I would recommend searching. So if you understand your niche, searching for things that people are interested in, that's going to hook them onto the show. 
Um, so for us, it's just simply the business name. That might be a simple one for you as well. And then we have a hashtag for our live chat show, which is PLP live chats, all one word. And that's our hashtag because when I started the podcast, it was originally just an Instagram live chat. So I just called it PLP live chats. And then I've continued with that because it's we post a lot of on our social media, TikTok, Instagram about our podcast. And I'll go into a little bit more information about how we use socials and reels to promote the podcast later on. But you'll need a name and then you'll need a thumbnail. Like I alluded to earlier, our marketing virtual assistant creates all the thumbnails for the podcast. So that's another thing to alleviate the workload of yourself is having a, a marketing or even just the original VA that has a podcast background. Hopefully they've got also a marketing background. So it might just be the one VA that does it all for you. Yeah, make sure that you, if you've got a marketing background, then just obviously take that on yourself. But you'll need to be someone to set up the thumbnails for each episode. And then in terms of equipment, it's not a, you know, if you've got a computer and a headset, you're good to go unless you're living next to a railway line or, you, you know, you, you definitely don't need a studio. If you've got a quiet space, um, then that will do the trick. If you can invest in a microphone, Rode is the one that I use, the podcaster, which is this guy here. So for any of my one-on-one interviews, I'll use it. When I'm presenting for things like the Get Better Plan, our monthly workshops or any events in this sort of format, I'll just use the these headsets here. So, you know, like a Mac headset um, or, yeah, so I'll use those two rather than using the computer audio just to keep cleaner sound because majority of my listeners are going to be in the podcast. So they're not going to watch the video. They're just going to listen to the audio. So I definitely recommend investing in a professional Rode microphone and that can be anywhere between $300 to $1,000, depending on how much you want to spend. And then for lighting... I've just simply got the light out in front and that I'm told just, and I've found through trial and error by having the light just in front of me, just creates a bit more of an effective, it looks, the video quality is enhanced. Now, if you're just doing audio and there's no video, don't worry about lighting, but I've turned off all the lights in the background and then I've got a light just in front of me. So that's a simple setup. You just, I just use my basically house lighting uh, for our lighting. So we'll go into firstly, how to set up your first, 10 episodes, to, so they're the, they're the key just to get yourself set up and, and on the map. Make sure that those first 10 are deliberate. There's a purpose behind them. You're not, you know, they're consistent with the type of guests that you're asking. They're not random. That probably sounds like an obvious one, but I think that's something that people can do from the start. They aren't clear on who their listener is and really think about who who's going to listen to your podcast, what listeners are you wanting to attract for the show, but what is the listener going to want to, what's going to engage them. So for, for Prepare Like a Pro, our listener base is predominantly high-performance staff or high-performance athletes. So that's what, when I'm thinking of who to have on the show, I'm thinking of those two populations. So to start with, for me, I very much focused around colleagues at the Hawthorne Football Club, which was a luxury because there was a range of really high-quality um, people and, and people with great experiences and great stories. So that was a great place to start. So think of something, think the, who your listeners are and then, more importantly, who would be an interesting story to share. So that might be some friends or it might be some colleagues, for example. Once you've got those first 10, then you can start to expand your network. And that's where you might ask those friends or those colleagues, one, particularly the ones that are getting really, a lot of listens and in your, in your found out that they, you know, they're getting good traction, ask them three people that they'd recommend to have on the show. And you'd be amazed about how willing people are to share contacts and give you a phone number, give you an email of people that they'd recommend you have on. And that that's the easiest way to really expand your network and get high quality premium people on the show. And by having a someone recommend them, you're more likely then that's the icebreaker to have that person 
more open to coming onto your show. So that's something I've definitely found success in. And then when you're trying to maybe that if that's dried up and you've used those recommendations and you're looking to get someone on for you know a couple of weeks' time, make sure that you use things like LinkedIn and Google to search for job titles if it's a professional podcast. And so anything that's going to be of interest of, of for your listeners. So for me personally, I use I'll search for uh, like maybe AFL strength conditioning coach, for example, and see who pops up. And if I haven't had them on the show, I'll bring them on, or it might be an AFL player, whoever it might be, I'll search them up and then try and find a way to get in contact. And LinkedIn seems to be the, the best place. Thank you so much for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan playlist. If you enjoyed this episode and want access to the whole presentation, you can join our academy for as little as $5 per month. Click the link in our show notes or search for Prepare Like a Pro in the Patreon app. I really appreciate your support. To recommend a guest for a future episode or to discuss advertising your brand on the Prepare Like a Pro platform, email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.